Hello and welcome to the X-Files Revisited. I'm your host, Graham Davidson, and with me as always is Brian Lomax. Join us as we systematically work our way through the full X-Files franchise. In each episode, we will tackle a single episode of the X-Files. So join along, watch with us as we discuss each and every detail on the X-Files Revisited. Hello and welcome back to the X-Files Revisited. We are on to episode 12 of season 4, Leonard Betts. Now, uh, just a, a, before we jump into this episode, a little bit of housekeeping. Brian and I are going to be taking a break for the next couple of weeks because, well, it's Christmas and New Year. We've got family and festivities to take part in. So we will see you or you will hear us in two weeks, which either you prefer. So tell us a little bit about the legacy of Leonard Betts, Brian. Well, uh, so obviously this is kind of what you would call a mid-season cliffhanger type episode, something that's quite prevalent today. Don't I don't know if they were back then, but it certainly fits the bill because it's the 12th episode of, of the series, so it's smack bang in the middle, uh, and it ends on a bit of a um, bit of a revelation. And I think for fans, that was it was a big moment back then. Uh, you know, this being in a time before internet knew what was happening. 10 episodes down the line it's just like you, you only knew what you knew from week to week mm-hmm. uh so it was quite a big revelation that we get um but i think it, it it's just it just so happens that that revelation comes in what is i think a pretty decent episode on its own terms like even without that revelation it would it would be a pretty good episode so mm-hmm. i think this i think this is pretty well regarded uh amongst the X-File crowd, but do you te- care to take a guess as to just how well regarded? Uh... Yeah. See, I always find this a little bit difficult because I'm, I'm trying to guess where the X-Files uh, hive mind goes on this. And <laughs> Monsters of the Week episode never really do particularly well, unless it's a standout episode. So I, I, I think this one's going to be in the top quarter. I, 47. 47 okay well your uh your reasonings there seem pretty just because it's actually at 65 oh, right okay so as as you have clearly just pointed out the monster of the week episodes maybe don't quite get the love that they should from yeah. fans in, in the way that the mythology ones do mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh, yeah, though I, though I feel this this kind of this touches on mythology, touches on being mythology to yeah to an extent. Um, mm. As as we go through the next couple of episodes, you, you'll kind of see that you could leave this one out, mm-hmm. um, and and we'd still it, it, you wouldn't miss it if they were you know if they did a mythology box set without this one. Yeah. But I do think it gives you the the emotional punch of finding out yes. certain things. <clears throat> oh, so, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, then. Should we get yeah. into it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we open up on uh, a an ambulance that is kind of got its siren blazing. It's traveling down the street at great speed. And inside there is a... a doctor paramedic guy who's, who's who's working on this patient 
and he seems to know that this patient yeah. has something particular, something in particular wrong with him, and he does something to save this guy's life. Um, and the, the woman that he's partnered up with who's driving, she's like, can't, can't believe it. <laughs> um, and because she's so distracted by it, she doesn't notice the oncoming traffic, and they get into an accident. And mm -hmm. Leonard, he, the, the guy who was uh, who, who who saved the patient, he gets decapitated. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's it's awesome. Although I, I do um, thinking back now, you know the way she gets distracted because he knows other stuff, but then later on says that he's always doing stuff like this. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, but it's a, it's an incredible scene because you've got that kind of oddity of him figuring out what's wrong, and it's so intricate as well. It's not just like like a small thing. He's does it in the, the head loss, brilliant. Just the, the cherry <laughs> on top, <laughs> or the cherry off the top. Anyway. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah, I like so, that. <laughs> we go to the morgue. And um, so the, the, the woman that was driving the ambulance, she's kind of there watching Leonard's body get pushed into, which is a little bit, yeah. <laughs> a bit dark. Just, yeah. just weird. <laughs> it's like just, yeah, saying her final goodbyes, mm -hmm. off she trots. Um, and then we have like a, a guy, a night watchman, whatever, who's just yeah. listening to his headphones and hears a banging um, and then goes to check it out. Uh, it does the, the infamous hello. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets knocked out by somebody. Mm. Ooh, I wonder who this could be. Um, and by we a see, body. <laughs> yeah, by a body. And we, <laughs> we see this distorted image of the attacker kind of walking out. And mm. we only see body. We, we don't see a head. So two guesses who just walks out of the morgue. Sons. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic! I, I had no idea what was happening. Uh, I I don't remember this one, so this was a, a complete WTF moment. What's going on? Is this X Files zombies? I just I just wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean X Files doesn't have a great track track record with zombies because I think fresh bones when you say zombies, so I'm like, oh <laughs> <laughs> <I> no, <laughs> stay clear. <laughs> but um yeah so we have the obligatory you know Mulder and Scully arriving at the scene and throwing out suggestions mm. the scene. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mulder goes straight to the obvious yep. headless man <laughs> headless man <laughs> it's just like he's straight in there no messing about uh, whereas Scully suggests the more likely scenario of a body having been stolen yeah and <laughs> And then we get a security photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Of, of just anybody leaving without a head. <laughs> it's clearly a headless man leaving, but there's static on the camera image that just yeah. happens to be <laughs> over the head. Exactly. Where on multiple pictures as well. <laughs> How convenient! Yep. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but I love the guys. Just like, yeah, it's an old system. <laughs> so, 
I mean, they do they do explain this later on. Um, that there is a there is a reasonable yes. explanation of as to why at this point. Happy. Yeah. But at this point, you're just like, oh, come on. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so they, they, they check the surgical remains. They go down to where basically all the surgical remains get binned because the, the head still hasn't been found. Uh, mm. The body's missing. They need to know if there was a way they got it out of there. Is, is, is it, you know, is it mm. still down in the, the, the dump? So... <laughs> They go down and check the surgical remains, um, which we're told are eventually used as road fill. So Scully <laughs> gives this; she just she fills us in on just you know what goes on with mm-hmm. the remnants of these bodies, and it's disgusting. Yep, it's like people are literally driving over mm-hmm. dead, dead meat. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! So when people are saying stuff like "over my dead body," it literally <laughs> happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a daily basis. Yeah, um, uh, I, I love this sequence because Mulder looks uncomfortable, and there's a a fantastic <laughs> bit of acting where she's like, "You're going to have to help," and he's like, "Uh, oh, <laughs> just this, this pause. Um, you've got longer arms, Mulder, so I need you to reach in there." <laughs> yeah, she's so justified in getting him to to help out. Yeah, uh, yeah, I just put it makes Mulder feel queasy. Um, as, uh, even more so when they actually find the head. <laughs> yeah, but th- does she need him, or does she just do it out to make him do it? <laughs> I think she's like, this is usually the, the the crap I have to deal with. Yeah, so you're, you're coming with me, whether you like mm-hmm. it or not. But um, so they <clears throat> Scully examines the head. <laughs> and this... There should be jokes. There should be jokes in yes. this scene but, about... But we're too adult for that, Brian. We're too, we're too adult. We're too adult yes. about giving head jokes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Mulder examines the house, Leonard Betts's house, uh, and he finds a bath filled with iodine. Mm, uh, you can, uh, is this, this is after the, the Scully examine, examines the head. Is it is it cut during? It, it's kind of it's kind it kind of go, go they go from and to so right. see Scully Scully examining the head, kind of talking about it a little bit, and then um, Mulder examines the house, and um, Scully rings Mulder while he's at the house, and says that any photos she takes of the head are degraded, so mm-hmm. that now. You start to kind of roll your eyes a bit less. This is is this this is after the eyes and the mouth have opened in the head, is it? Yes. So she. Yes. That's a fantastic sequence. It is. So this is it's essentially why she kind of rings it. Can't, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Spooky Mulder. Time for something a little bit yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a fantastic sequence. Just like the, the eyes opening, or fucking yeah. opens. It's good, but it's the mouth yeah. that slowly the mouth, opens. Um, and then just and then closing it back over. Again. Yeah. But uh she so she rings him and says she's not examined the head yet because it blinked at me. Yeah. <laughs> Mulder suggests Bet's body uh suggests Bet's body has been better. I can't understand my own notes. Anyway, uh she she Mulder suggests that Bet's body 
is something. Uh, Scans head. (laughs) My my notes literally say, Mulder suggests Betsy's body, Scans head, has been back to the apartment. (laughs) Yeah, Sans head. Sans, Sans head. Mulder suggests, yeah, Mulder suggests Betsy's body, Sans head, has been back to the apartment. Um, Mm. Obviously, Scully thinks that's too much of a stretch. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, I like that. Yeah, I like the way that she tells him that it, it blinked. <laughs> yeah, and and all this time we don't know exactly what's going on. We know there's a bathtub full mm-hmm. of icky stuff, um, yeah. but like I, I wasn't sure what was coming out of that. But I knew something was in it. <laughs> like yeah. I think it's really obvious, but I, I had no idea what was going to come out of that, right? Um, yeah, and it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he rises. From out of the ashes, yeah. with a uh, a new head, uh, yeah. looking rather blobby, like because it's yeah. It's and, and do you know what the most the most disgusting thing about this is? It's all that red water that I runs from his nose. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Whoa. yeah. It's just, like just the idea of it is disgusting because obviously iodine's that stuff that they put on you in hospitals when you've got yeah. <laughs> an open wound and things because obviously it stops infection and stuff so mm. he's growing a new body body part so it's it's open to to all sorts because it's not growing yeah. the skin yet it's it's mm. like growing from the inside out so yeah he's just submerging himself in iodine to until he's until he's fully grown it so it's yeah that's disgusting um Mulder goes to question leonard's partner and she asks why all the questions about Leonard. So it kind of gets her thinking that there's there's something, yeah, something a bit amiss going on here. But it's it's quite a good sequence because it shows the um, she's kind of on the ball about things. You know, she's not just answering the questions, and yeah. and she's she's a smart character. She's like, what? Why are you asking all these questions about a decapitated man? Yeah, yeah and and it feeds into certain suspicions she already had about him anyway because mm. she, she clearly knows that there's something like sideways about this guy because he's he's yep. curing people of things and knowing about things that they've got that that, that he shouldn't know without scanners and yeah <laughs> things like that so <clears throat> okay so Mulder and Scully have Betsy's head sliced up it's awesome <laughs> Which is- disgusting because you see that sequence where they they pull the head out of the goop and it's just kind of dripping and then they're like we're going to let it harden and then we'll slice the head and you're like okay and it just cuts to it like the the sliced head yeah like there's a line later when when Mulder says we'll take a slice to go (laughs) (laughs) but it's just like but they do this this is this is a thing they do um and and it's just it's gross it's like Mm -hmm. It's like a body part. It's like that. That was once walking around. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a slice there that just it just looks like a diagram, but it's an it's like it's a slice of human body. It's a slice of life. It's a a slice of life. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. Um, But it's it's disgusting. But it's riddled with cancer. Yeah. Like every cell, like 
every cell of this of his body is just like like one big cancerous tumor mm-hmm. um, it, my, my favorite part here when they're looking at it and they're like it's just like it's more cancer than than, than person and, and Mulder's like yeah. can you live like that <laughs> 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 no. what do you think man <laughs> <laughs> not normally <laughs> So Michelle's out driving in her ambulance and she thinks she hears Leonard's voice over the dispatch radio. So um, we go to Chuck Burke. Now, I'm pretty sure we've seen Chuck before. I'm pretty sure Chuck's been in a previous episode. I could be wrong. Right. I'm sure he's he's either been mentioned or he's been in it, I'm sure. Um, I I could, could be totally wrong. He, he feels like the kind of character that would appear every now and again. You know, instantly yeah. you're just like, you, you feel familiar. He's that kind of jittery yeah. pseudoscience uh-huh. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just, I'm sure Mulder's at least mentioned him on the phone. It's just like said Chuck or whatever. But um, yeah. yeah, anyway, he so he specialises in aura photography. <laughs> what I want to know is where was he? Uh, when we had the uh, <laughs> that, the episode with that, that guy with the shifty eyes who imprints images on the photographs, yep. surely yep. this is the guy they should have gone no, to for that. Hundred percent. Maybe he was. Maybe that's where we saw him. I don't know. But, uh... <laughs> okay. So Mulder's theory about bets um, is that his life force is chi. Danny calls so. <laughs> we're, we're getting uh, all the all the regulars now. So, so this yep. is so Danny is someone who we're const- we constantly get references to Danny yep. throughout the series. They always call Danny. Danny calls them. We never see Danny. We never get to see Danny. But Danny calls. He's, he always gives them information. Uh, he says that Leonard has an alter ego called Albert Tanner. Who has a mother? So obviously, he, he uh, so, so, so this 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 will be so one can assume that Albert Tanner is the the proper birth yes. name of Leonard Betts because obviously that's the one who has a mother, whereas Leonard Betts doesn't have any family members on record, which suggests that that's the alter ego. Whereas it was his name again, Albert Albert Tanner. Yeah, it's an anagram of Leonard Bates. Uh, it's, it's only because you've put it on the screen, Brian, that I see it. <laughs> all right, okay. <laughs> well done, Leonard. Uh, yes. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, so uh, the mother, Elaine, they go to see Elaine, mm. who says that her son, Albert, died six years ago. Um mm. Did he? Did he though? Did he? Did he really? <laughs> it's like, she's, like, you... she's like a sweet old mother type character, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is, this yeah. is actually one of the few times where finding out that she's kind of in on it, like knows about it, um, is quite surprising because the way she plays it, she genuinely, yeah. like, I, I feel for this woman because as far mm-hmm. as she's concerned, she's. She's exp- as far as she's concerned, she's already experienced the death of her son. 
Mm-hmm. Now you've got these FBI agents showing up and saying, yeah, it could be alive, actually. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's just, yeah. Uh, it, uh... So Michelle finds Leonard. Uh, she's She found out wh- which ambulance the dispatch call was, was made out to. Mm-hmm. She tracks him down and is shocked to find her old partner standing there working the same job that he was working before yes um and uh yeah he uh he kills her yeah it's just <laughs> it's a weird one because i can't seem to um i can't tell the the time scale of everything right you know what i mean like obviously to get a job and start in a new position like this would probably take a while because he's going to have to create a whole new identity oh no i think he's doing both oh you think he's doing time. ah yeah. right okay That'd probably make more yeah. sense, yeah. It just sees the new yeah. guy, wouldn't he? Yes. All yeah. right. Well, uh, now, yeah, maybe. Mm. So I just, yeah. I just look. I, I just don't know the time scale of the episode. How long it's, yeah. it's taking yeah, over? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not really a down point. It's just a, a, a no. Period. no, no. It makes makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and he, he literally okay. stabs yeah. her in the back. Yeah. yeah. With a needle, yeah, injector. Yeah. Um. Which is a shame, and I, again, I, I feel quite bad for this woman as well because she she strikes me as someone that he could have told. Yes, like I I feel like if he'd have been if he'd have come clean with her, she'd have been perfectly fine to keep his secret. Because mm-hmm. it's not like he's going around killing people. From 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 what we can see, you know, like he's, he's helping people. Life. He's helping yeah. people. And he's just yeah. taking whatever wet, you know, cancerous waste is getting chucked away. He's taking yeah. that. Um, mm. Obviously, it'd be disgusting, and she'd probably be repulsed <laughs> by him for quite a while. But I don't know. She just strikes me as someone who would understand. Mm. Um, and you know, she's seen him save lives, so yeah. she knows that. So yeah, it's it's it's. I think because of that, it makes this even more tragic. Because there's someone there that he could have confided in, but mm-hmm. doesn't, chooses not yeah. to, and I think that's what that's what turns him from being someone who is misunderstood to someone who is a villain. Mm. Um, so yeah, <clears throat> a misguided villain of, of sorts, almost. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I never fully like hate this character or hope he gets caught. In fact, I'm often hoping he gets away. Um, yeah I do, I do feel like he's i feel like there's a bit of a norman bates thing going on here with with the mother like because she tells a story later about how he mm. didn't defend himself and i feel like perhaps perhaps how he how he deals with things now is maybe a result of her mm. kind of Pushing him to look after himself a bit more, and and keep other than this character, every other piece of violence or or kill that he does is through necessity, and and you could say hunger or, mm. or need. Like, but this this is the one that's like a choice. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he doesn't have to do this. Mm. No, and and because it's a good character that we like as well. Yeah, totally. Uh, so he kills her, but he gets spotted by a security guard who chases him down, locks him to a car door, and then go, and then runs off to to check on Michelle. 
Uh, I, I, I like this guard most of the time because every other cop we see in this show is inept. This guy takes no chances. Smacks <laughs> him in the head. Him, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brings him down, smacks him over the head with his torch, yeah. cuffs him to the thing, and then off he trots. Yeah. Uh, little is he to know that Leonard or Albert is the kind of guy who's going to rip his own thumb off yep. to escape. <laughs> I love how the guy just comes back and finds a thumb on the floor. <laughs> Great, love it. Yep. <laughs> I I thought it was going to be a hand, <laughs> just like a whole hand. Kind of. <laughs> oh man, it's just how much would that hurt though to tear the thumb off? Yeah, you've got to break the bone and then you've got to tear the skin. But just... He doesn't seem to. He doesn't seem to have pain. I don't know that he doesn't have pain. I just think he knows he can survive it. So. Hmm. I think if, if you know that you can grow a new limb if one's chopped off, then I think maybe that would do something psychologically to your mm. pain threshold, shall we say. Um, I still don't think I'm just cutting parts of me off. But then uh, I mean, right, if, you've just, yeah. if you've grown a new head, a thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay, so... Mulder keeps pushing his theory about the headless guy. Scully is having a hard time arguing against it, except for saying it's bonkers. Mm. Um, they trace the, the, the there's, there's a Dodge car, um, so obviously the make Dodge. I can't I can't remember he said Dodge Char. It's not can't be a Dodge Charger because a Dodge a Dodge Charger is a cool car. This is like some Dodge. Dodge car. <laughs> yeah, Dodge car. Just some lame ass. Car, um, so they, they they say it's registered to Albert's mum. So the car that he he, he went away in was registered mm. to Albert's mum. So they know she's had contact with him. Um, so they go back to see Elaine, who defends her son, and says that God put him here for a reason, and God means for him to stay. <laughs> so. It's, it's in this moment where she goes from being nice little old lady to Norma Bates. Yes. It's, it's, it's in this moment where you see, like... Like, I don't feel she's telling the whole story there. I feel like her boy was attacked by this mm -hmm. gang. He didn't defend himself. And when he got home... She gave him a stern talking to about how you can no you you should no longer take this abuse, and the rest of the rest of his life was spent conditioning him to look out for himself, keep his secret, don't let anyone hurt him, and protect it at all costs. Uh, and I feel like I don't know. I feel like perhaps with a different mother, maybe Michelle would still be alive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Um, mm. But it, it's such a nice turn from the mother. Like you, yeah. you, you never expect this at the start. Um, no. Although I do feel that the, the the religion aspect of it is a little bit heavy-handed. You know, like almost making them a little bit uh, by quoting scripture and stuff like that makes it a little bit like Carrie's mum. You know, <laughs> well, well, they don't quote scripture. They don't quote any scripture. But she brings it up. Does she not? What? No, they, they they don't they don't quote any scripture. They, she doesn't refer to any particular religion. 
Mm. From what I can see, from what I can tell, I've probably just inf inferred something there. It was a crazy, that, yeah. crazy religious mother aspect yeah. that I've just put onto yeah. the episode. Whatever God she believes in, um, she. I, I think this is her way of of justifying that her son belongs in the world. That mm. you know, it, like the rest of the world will see him as an abnormality, a freak of nature. But as far as she's concerned. He was born. He exists. Therefore, he must be here for a reason. God allowed him to live for a reason, and he intends for him to stay. So, it, yeah, it's um, I think it's a it's 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 a mother's justification. Obviously, mm. you know, if if you if you see that there's something clearly wrong with your son, you, you need to find meaning in that. You need to you you still love your son. He still want them to survive. Um, well, she's already it, excusing his actions. Yeah, you know, yeah. If, if he did yeah, do something, then he did it for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> so it's good. It's just it's a great, it's <coughs> which, a great which, secondary character. I, I like the mother a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's it's not like she's an out and out villain. No, because again, you can she's understand where it's come from. <laughs> yeah, she's a mother. She's protecting her son. She's doing what all, what any good mother should do. Yeah, it's just provides that, what he needs. Yeah, and 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 there's no telling how much of all of this is her and how much of it is him. It's mm. just from the few short scenes we get with them, I do get this Norma Norman Bates kind of vibe from him. But yeah, there you go. So Leonard or Albert follows a smoker out of a pub into a parking lot where he's suddenly like, I'm sorry, but you've got something I need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, he's watching them in the bar, pretty much salivating. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. When he's not looking at his dodgy thumb. Uh -huh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like that. Like, you know, you have something I need. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that he apologises. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. But... Uh... My question is, how many times has he done this? Because we, we've seen that previously. Obviously, he was working in a place where he had access mm. to thrown away body parts. Oh, just the thought of it makes me want to vomit, quite frankly. But um, so, is this the first time he's killed to for the sake of his hunger? And yeah. has has killing Michelle in order to keep his secret? Now tipped him over the edge. Where well, I've already killed, so I may as well, I may as well kill to survive at this point. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering if the the, the sort of regeneration that he's having is is kind of pushing his metabolism that he needs more and more and yeah. more, and it's just a, a kind of insatiable hunger. And now he's he's cut off from his supply. I think I think he's going the the killing route. Yeah, I mean he could probably um, justify it to himself as these people are going to die. Um, He's yeah, just kind of yeah, helping, yeah. helping them on the way. Mercy killing, yeah, mercy killing. Yeah. I mean, because the, the guy is literally like, because I was surprised it was the middle of the day, like when he comes out the bar. Yeah. So the guy's, <laughs> yeah. and he's been drinking yeah, and jumps, and is about to jump in a car. Yeah, he could be like, he's clearly like, got cancer. Yeah, so he's just, yeah, he's probably, probably justifying it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so. Mulder finds a receipt 
for a storage locker amongst Albert's belongings. Um, so and uh, so they, they decide, well, let's let's go and check this uh, this storage locker out. Um, so while they're en route, Leonard Albert is is in the storage locker, growing himself a new body. Yeah. Uh, and it starts with a head kind of coming out of the stomach, working up through the chest, and then coming out through the mouth. And they go, yeah. <laughs> I I had no idea what it was going to be. Like I didn't I didn't I didn't know. I just you just see this strange bulge kind of move. Um, and although the effects aren't great, yeah, it's I'm a just... wonderful twisted idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really is. Mm-hmm. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Because it's a scream within a scream, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. Okay, so Mulder and Scully arrive and find Mr. John Gilnott. Um, I can't remember who John Gilnott is, but <laughs> they find him. <laughs> oh, that that's it, that'll be the uh, the guy in it from the uh, yeah. yeah yeah from the pub yeah yeah okay. So, uh, Betts tries to escape. <laughs> the car, <laughs> the car blows up from like like what, how <laughs> one gunshot. They, they literally like they fire one gunshot and the car's going boom. Like, it's like whoa. <laughs> I was expecting like eighties action where you get like ten different angles, all of the car blowing up. Yeah. You know, just like, <laughs> just it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And it flips over and then they do an A-team style crawling out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's just the most random car blowing up ever yeah. from one gunshot. Um, so they do an autopsy of Gilnot and Mulder reckons that Betts took from Gilnot something he needed. That is that he got, that he had cancer. Um, yeah. Albert Tanner's body is exhumed. And Scully thinks Mulder is whack because um, obviously Mulder Mulder thinks that there's there, there's two uh, things I love about the exhumation. I love the fact that they've got the two bodies next to each other and they're both like the exact same kind of burnt <laughs> pose. <laughs> and the fact that Mulder says, "Well, the real Leonard Betts, please stand up." <laughs> I don't know why it tickled me as much as it did. I just liked it. <laughs> Terrific. Yeah. Everybody wants a hand solo kind of like frozen in carbonate thing. I want a Leonard Bates. Which is just to sit around the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a friend at uni who had one of those hand solo frozen carbonate. Actually went with him on the day he picked it up. Oh man. <laughs> he bought it online. He must have thought uh, it was great until he got home like a week later and he's just like, why? So why? where the hell do I put this thing? <laughs> okay, so uh they exhume the body and as you say, there's now two of them. So they, they know that he's he's growing bodies, mm-hmm. um, which kind of means that. Is a pretty strong chance that, yeah, there's another, there's another one, one still out there. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they decide that given that Elaine was helping her son so much, it's best to stake out the house and see if he comes back. Yeah. So they're, they're staking out Elaine's when an EMT arrives, um, which 
obviously <laughs> sets alarm bells off. Yep. Uh, so they get out, they, they, they try and see what's going on. And Elaine, mummy, has an open wound. Because mm-hmm. um, we, we've missed a scene, haven't we? Yeah. We, so there was... So just in, uh, just in the bath. while they're, yeah while they're staking out the house, mm-hmm. Elaine is bathing her son in iodine, and yes. she basically tells him that you need to. Mother take... will provide. Yeah, yeah, mother will provide. There's something a little bit homish in, in, in this moment. You know, you think you think about just a few episodes ago, home mm-hmm. with the mother under the bed. I'm like. <clears throat> This this season seems to have a thing with mothers really want to look at really wanting to yeah to look after their sons. <laughs> so yeah, so when when the EMT arrives, they rock up, they find her on the floor with a wound. Something's been taken out, and obviously Leonard Albert has called the EMTs um, to to try and save his mum. Uh, so they take her in the EMT. Scully rides along with her in in the ambulance, and then when she gets to the hospital, she sees a bit of blood dripping down from the the kind of it's, it's iodine. iodine. Iodine, yeah, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so there's a bit of red stuff dripping down from the top, um, and obviously she's thinking, "Holy crap, is he literally yep. on there?" So she pulls a gun. She's she's literally like she goes up, starts going. Well, she's on the on the phone to Mulder. She's like, Mulder, get over here. Yeah, yeah, get, get your ass over here right now. She starts to climb up the ambulance, but he's obviously already gotten down the other side, and grabs all of her, chucks her in, and it's like, I'm sorry, but you've got something I need. And then dun, they dun, they dun. fight. Yeah, they. Uh, it's the, you know, it's the, the implication that she may have cancer at that moment. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so so it's it's a real big kind of what the hell moment. It's yeah. not it's not like um, I'm sorry, but you know my secret. You have to die. It's mm. I'm sorry, but you have something I need. Yeah, ergo you have cancer. Um, now, if this was Mulder in the in the ambulance, I was getting there. <laughs> I was going. I was going to say now. Thankfully, Scully. Yeah. Is the one that is involved in the fight because she kicks Leonard Bet's ass. She yeah. uh, she basically you know he gives as good as good as he gets. They they have a good tangle. She gets a few kicks in. Oh yeah. And she manages to charge up the pads. Yeah. It's, and... a, it's a shocking finale. Yeah. It's... <laughs> but um. Oh man. Yeah. It's it's a great great scene anyway great fight it's, it's fantastic it yeah. really is it's it's a it's a different kind of action scene as well because it's in, in close quarters yes something we often see in a confined space like that and it's well shot and you can tell what's happening yeah but and, and it's but there's a lot of things for them to crash into that mm-hmm. as well um and just the use of the paddles is great it's mm-hmm. a really good fight sequence like you say you can actually see what's going on it's not one of them yeah. so close it's like who's it in who here it's like yeah. you can um, it's a great fight scene, and it's a great fight scene that comes right off the back of a huge revelation about Scully. So there's just there's a there's a lot of emotion tied up with it because yeah. it's like they don't give you time to breathe because you've just had yeah. this 
holy crap, what, Scully's got cancer? And then before you have time to digest that, they're, they're beating the crap out of each other. And then Scully's like, and it's just such a cool way to take him out. Um, so the whole the whole sequence is, yeah, it's a really great ending. Um, I, I love the, 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 the paramedics that come out and they're like, oh, my God, just, just <laughs> looking at the guy. <laughs> like, what the hell, man? Yep. So, yeah. Um, so we we get uh, like Scully's kind of sat in the car when Mulder arrives, and and he's he's kind of saying a few things to her, and she's just like you can see she's visibly shaken. Mm-hmm. She she just wants to go. She just like that's it. I'm done. Can we just go, please? Um, she she looks quite shaken. And then we have one final scene uh, right at the end of the episode, just as really as a way of. Um, clearing up any doubt mm-hmm. you know they they throw in the nugget that oh she does she have cancer and they answer it with this scene where she wakes up and she finds blood from her nose on the bed fade to black mid-season mm-hmm. closer and we're all left thinking what the hell yeah. scully's got cancer you, you can't give scully cancer mm-hmm. there's no way you can give scully cancer what so yeah it's good, yeah. and, and and as good as that end sequence is, were you thinking Bates isn't dead? Like, I mean, he's literally lost a head in the opening scene and comes back. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm just yeah. thinking. I'm just thinking. Oh, he's like, he's not. He's not done for. I I think he would make a great villain in an X Files movie. Hmm. I think if, if they do another X Files movie, which I hope to God one day they do, yeah. I think. They, they need to go all Wrath of Khan on it. Either bring back Tombs or mm-hmm. bring back Leonard Betts. Uh, but yeah. you, you need a villain that's been in the show before, that fans know, and yeah. we all know he's a great villain who can, like, yeah. But anyway, that's for another I, time. I mean, I, personally, I would love it if just, like, once every season they're at a crime scene and just in the background is that him is the EMT, just kind of <laughs> and just, like, sulking away. Or do do if they're gonna do a film, do an X Files villain team up, <laughs> Tombs and Pets team up together. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Um, okay, so uh, give you give us a wrap up, your final thoughts, and your score out of five. Yeah, I, I love this episode. I mean, I, we've already spoken about. I love the monster of the week, but when they tie it into the characters as well, and they, they give us a villain. Who has more than one layer? They're not just evil for the sake of being evil. They're, you know, this is someone that's trying to do good. Sometimes we have to do something a little bit grey to get there, um, and the effects are fantastic. I, I love the the ickiness of them, the, the the white fat before the skin kind of grows around. It's just oh, disgusting. The mother character, terrific. Michelle, the other EMT. You don't get these many great secondary characters in these episodes. It just Chuck happen. as well, yeah. Chuck, yeah. Yeah, highly entertaining. Although it may not be a typical five out of five episode for me, one hundred percent is. I can't fault it. There's nothing I didn't like about it. Mm-hmm. And although I may have little, little foibles that some things that just didn't add up, I don't care. It was incredibly fun. Yeah. Um... Everything you just said, really. I, th- th- there aren't any major faults. 
but there are there are there are like quite a few like tiny ones things that, mm. that they're not clinchers like the thing like the thing you pointed out about him getting the job so quick that does really mess with timings and pacing and like well, what okay so when's this um i see I, in the notes i wrote a 4.5 out of 5 um I, I it is if I'm I'm really torn on it. It could it could be a five for me, because um, I I do enjoy it. It's one I've got to watch each time. It's got a great climax to it, and when you go out on a really good ending, that's it's. Mm. Oh, sod it! I'm I'm gonna give it a five. It's a five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good man. Yeah. Okay, so tell us a little about uh, Never Again. The next episode. Right. Okay. Um, so it, it's got Jodie Foster as the voice of a tattoo that compels. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm in. <laughs> yeah. So Scully, Scully's kind of she goes a little bit on walkabout because obviously she's just found out she's got cancer. She's in a bit of a transitionary state. She doesn't really know what she does, what to do from here. So she kind of goes off and has a bit of a fling with this guy who is another space above and beyond alumni. Um, and this guy just happens to have a tattoo of a woman on him that is very jealous of other women <laughs> being in his life. Oh, this rings a bell. So, okay. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't recall seeing this one that many times. Um, it's not one I gravitate towards, I don't think. Now, it is a Scully-centric episode, which, obviously, for you, that tends to be quite a quite a, a positive. Um, but I, I think as far as Scully-centric episodes go, it's probably not one of my favourites. Now, that's not to say it's a bad episode, for sure. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I, I just, yeah, we'll see. It'll be, it'll be interesting to... To revisit, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, looking forward to that. Now, just uh, to remember or to remind the, the listeners and viewers, we won't be back until uh, just into the first week or just after that in January. Yes, we take a little. Mm -hmm. I'd say well-deserved holiday break, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, we deserve yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I spend, yeah, I just want to spend Christmas and New Year with my family without having to to think about stuff. So. <laughs> Yeah. Stuff. stuff. <laughs> Terrible. Stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. As always, I uh, hope you have a happy holidays uh, if you're uh, celebrating it. And we will see you in the new year for more X Files Revisited. Thanks for listening and watching. See you next time. You've been listening to the X Files Revisited. Please join us next time when we dissect another episode of this classic series. If you like what you've been listening to, please don't forget to click subscribe and also leave a rating and a review. It really does help us to get seen. If you'd like to hear or see more from Graham, please visit Man V Film on YouTube. Likewise, if you'd like to hear or see more from Brian, then please head over to Brian Lomax Movie Talk, also on YouTube. All that's left for us to do is to thank you for listening. And until next time, trust no one.